everybody. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Um, it is technically good morning here. It is currently 1.38 a.m. I just finished an iced coffee and my math homework, so I am pumped up. Um, I'm also wearing boxers, which are not only extremely comfortable, but <laughs> make you feel like a girl boss. So, wear some boxers if you want to feel swag. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of feeling a little crazy, partly because it's so late. Um, I don't usually stay up late because I either work or have school in the morning. However, I'm going on a trip in four hours, <laughs> which, you know, probably should have slept for that, but <laughs> I think it's fine. It's okay. We'll just, like deal with that when it gets here. Anyways, um, tomorrow night, well, I guess tonight, whatever, tomorrow night, you know what I mean, is my school's homecoming, and, uh, I am not going, clearly, since I won't be here, um, and I didn't go last year. I went freshman year, but, I don't know, it wasn't really fun, because I didn't really, like, have friends, <laughs> um, but, like, I don't think I would have gone this year either, even if I could, just because, like, COVID and, um, I wouldn't have a group, like, I have, I have friends, I swear, but I wouldn't have, like, a group to go with, um, but even still, like, I don't know, it's weird to think about, like, high school is so strange, you are told constantly that grades are the only thing that matters, um, until they don't, so, I don't know, I mean, I think homecoming is, like, a fun thing to do, um, but, yeah, there was also, like, the homecoming football game tonight, last night, tonight, Friday night, okay, Friday night, we'll just say Friday night, and, um, I didn't go because, I don't know, um, Actually, I volunteered at the library instead, which, you know, better use of my time, more enjoyable. And then I came home and I studied for calculus. So really exciting Friday night. If you wanted a life update, super exciting. I actually learned how to Mylar books at the library, though, um, which is when you take like the dust jacket of a paperback. No, not a paperback, of a hardcover and then make it shiny and like really pretty um, and more protective, protective, so a library can use it, you know, and all the stinky kids won't mess up all the books, so it's really fun, um, anyways, I thought a very appropriate topic for today, seeing everyone, uh, like, get asked to homecoming and give each other mums, um, oh, I forget that, Mums are like a Texas thing or like a Southern thing, which uh, I live in Texas and mums are basically like a big bunch of flowers and ribbons and tool and other stuff made into a wearable wreath. It's very strange. Um, but it's cute because you see all the dates like giving them to each other um, so the topic for today is romance in books, in literature, 
um, just in general, I guess. Uh, my experience with love is pretty much just limited to what I see, watch, and read. Um, that's okay. I mean, like, I think because of all the media now, everyone thinks that you're supposed to have your first kiss really early, or you're supposed to, like, be in relationships super early, but, like, it's normal to, like, not have kissed anyone in high school, um, or even in college, like, that's normal, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm just justifying this to myself, I swear, um, but <laughs> I do, I do actually think, like, it's okay, and it's normal, and there's a huge emphasis today, in, like, today's world, to just, like, hurry up and, like, get a relationship and always be in one and place your self-worth in that, which, well, I guess that's more of, like, a personal thing, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought today we could talk about that, um, the problem with, like, reading a lot of romance novels is that your expectations are so high not even your expectations like everyone says your expectations but it, like it's not even that it's it's that you're always looking to fall in love like for every situation you're always like oh like this could be the one like this could be them um i just like i have to make it like the book i have to make it magical so that they want to stay stuff like that and that really takes a toll on a person um which you know speaking from experience but um it kind of makes life a little more fun like I think having a school crush is fun like it's cute um yeah so let's just get started um, I wanted to start off by talking about Romeo and Juliet, because that's, like, one of the pinnacles of romance in literature, and, uh, I don't know, let's think about it. Do you think that what they did was right? Um... I think that's like a hard question someone asked me that the other day and uh, like do I think what they did was right no because I mean like an individual life should matter more than love I, I don't know like um I don't think what they did was necessarily right but I would have done the same thing if I were in their position I think. I don't know. I don't think I've ever been in love before. No, I know I've never been in love before. Like, I've told myself that I've been in love before, but that's just because, like, I wanted to feel it. I wanted to see what it was like, but I've never actually been in love. Um, and I think being in love and loving someone is different, because uh, when I say in love, I'm talking, like, specifically romantic love. Like, I have friends that I love, um, and, like, my family I love, um, but, like, romantic love, I don't know, I think it's a little different, 
but um yeah I think I've if I was in uh, Romeo or Juliet's place I probably would have done the same thing I like to think I would have done the same thing um I think anyone who focuses more on like or like their cognitive abilities are more thinking rather than feeling probably would not have um unfortunately I am an INFJ so that means I feel and I'm a little bit impulsive but just a little um yeah on impulsivity impulsivity um insta love I actually really like insta love my friend um the one who does not like normal people didn't does not like insta love uh and I get why like I don't think it's for everyone but something I think especially when it has like a time limit um like they both die at the end or the sun is also a star where they only have a day together that's like perfect you know because then there is that added feeling of urgency and it's like oh like I know you'll leave like I I know like we can't be together and that's kind of like Romeo and Juliet as well um like that knowing that you can't be together but still loving them anyways it's amazing um I think one of the best romances ever written, um, well, I won't say ever written because technically it's a retelling, um, but the best modern book on romance is The Song of Achilles. I think I mentioned this in my last episode about how much I love it. I will rave about this book forever because it's amazing. But um, The Song of Achilles is a retelling of the Odyssey and Iliad um, with a focus on the relationship between Patroclus and Achilles. And it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. Um, I think they made a movie over the Odyssey a couple years ago. I don't know. I didn't watch it. It didn't look very good. But they're like, oh, like they were just friends which you know historians always say they were just friends but um no Madeline Miller like nailed it she did so well with the song of Achilles and showing how people grow together and like they come together in strange circumstances or like not even strange they just like meet each other and then they grow together and they develop with the other person and as they're growing up it's almost like they become one person you know like they're two bodies but like one soul kind of thing which I love I love that trope um I think anything that has to do with like um loss or loneliness or like a connection to someone um or someone that you can't have, like, I love that, because it's, like, I don't know, it feels, it feels better, I think, to see that, um, 
like real love or like really not perfect love but like the ideal of love isn't perfect either not necessarily like thinking through it cognitively like that but just like feeling it I don't know it's kind of weird to explain but um same goes for normal people by Sally Rooney I think that was um really really good at showing how people grow together and grow apart and how they make room for each other when they're in love or if they don't then they grow apart or they fall apart uh or they fall not out of love cuz i don't i don't think you can fall out of love i think once you love someone you will love them forever maybe not as intensely but you will love them forever um and you can't just like get rid of that but um yeah so the way that the author portrayed them in high school as um like kind of falling in love and trying to make room for each other but if they can't fit into your life and you don't make room then they won't stay and that's what happened um and then they kind of grow older and if in the future you are able to make room then maybe you will have another chance and i really like the cover art that um normal people has one of the cover arts there's like the blue and green one with the faces which like that's super cute love the aesthetic uh looks nice on a bookshelf but the other one um i think it's like red and it has the tuna can with the two people inside just fitted together i feel like that fits perfectly like it just shows exactly what the book is about it's kind of finding someone and uh, if you don't make room for them, then they won't stay. Um and I really like that. So not even that I like that. I just cuz it's like it's sad and it's intense and it's like real life. Um So yeah. I just finished a book. Um called the upside of falling um clearly a romance but um i think it's by alex white don't read it um or do do read it but i cannot recommend it in good conscience because it was so bad sometimes i feel really bad about like giving a bad review either on here or like um on goodreads goodreads is also like so toxic <laughs> like i hate reading the reviews reading a review that hates on a book that you love makes you feel like shit like that is the worst possible feeling in the world um i'm sure it's not but in my little bubble of the world it is so um but it had the fake 
dating trope and everything that to all the boys I've loved before did right this book did wrong um the writing was so awkward but like in like a weird awkward way not in like an ironic high school awkward way um I think a lot of writers especially adults try to take on a certain tone when they're writing for a younger audience especially teenagers uh but like we're not we're not 12 like which I mean I guess young adult is kind of 12 but I don't know I think adults need to start seeing kids as equals rather than subordinates and someone to be babied because a lot of high schoolers read adult books and young adult books geared toward high schoolers that take on a middle school tone are just horrendous to read like it's oh it's so painful um and like when the character the main character is obnoxious ah it makes me so mad because like there's a lot that this book could have done right um and it could have been a really great book but um it wasn't so wasted my time but it was also extremely short so i didn't waste too much time but read it if you want to see um or don't if you take my word for it um i was saying earlier about how i feel bad about leaving bad reviews but like then i remembered that these authors get paid like a lot of money to write and they're not listening to this and they definitely do not care what a 16 year old girl from texas thinks so i'm not too worried actually but, um, yeah. Moving on to books that I think did a bad job with love. Um, this is like, okay. Casey McQuiston. Is that how you say it? Casey McQuiston? I think it's McQuiston. I don't, I don't really know. Um, the author of Red, White, and Royal Blue, and One Last Stop, has written <laughs> Red, White, and Royal Blue and One Last Stop. I didn't think that through. Okay. Um, I read Red, White, and Royal Blue a little while ago. Um, it was super hyped up. I was extremely excited it wasn't quite there. This wasn't even young adult, but it had that same millennial tone talking to a younger audience. Um, but, like, the concept was amazing. Like, kind of American royals. Um, you know, like, perfect. And the characters, I think, were good. Maybe not as flushed out as they could have been. Um... But I think that the romance suffered from bad writing because there is a very fine line in writing between, like, cute romance and cheesy romance. 
um, or like overly cheesy romance because with like film or art or music like love is so much easier to depict because you can be it's easier to be subtle about it um like with film you can take on a certain angle or like a different lighting tone um and it's like obvious what it's supposed to signal um not not obvious but like you can tell what it's supposed to signal and that there's a shift in the mood to more romantic and it's easier to like show a brush of the hand than like write a brush of the hand because that sounds awkward and you know (laughs) um and then like with art and music there's just really small details that you can add in but with writing since you only have one form of expression which is words uh print on paper like um you take a risk by adding too many subtleties that uh the reader won't pick up on them um I think that's pretty specific per reader too because if you don't analyze text you can miss a lot which is kind of why I enjoy annotating um just writing like little notes in the side and then rereading over it very nice um and then like talking with someone about another book or seeing others opinions you can pick up on a lot of stuff that you would have missed that's why rereading is also important because like honestly I think the second time reading or watching something is actually better because you're less focused on like the main plot and what is supposed to happen and you're more attentive to like the small details and little things um that you miss the first time and you pay more attention to the characters and that you can foreshadow more and with the hindsight that you have from reading the end of the book a lot more can like click into place and make sense and you see a lot of really cool stuff rereading so definitely reread books if you really like them reread it and see what you think because it's almost always a little different than the first time but um red wine and royal blue it was it was on the line of like that too cheesy and um just right you know like we need the goldilocks formula which honestly i think like the song of achilles got that like that was really well done same with they both die at the end um romance was kind of an underlying theme but it was really nicely done and slowly built up so you kind of like get an idea for what's going to happen um oh i probably should have put a spoiler warning well that's not really a spoiler like i don't know i mean you have a boy who doesn't know who he likes who meets a boy who is bi um I don't know what do you think is gonna happen (laughs) that we'll just be friends (laughs) um 
but that's another thing. Like, I like friends to lovers, but it has to be well thought out and developed throughout the entire book. It can't just be, like, suddenly. Um, It also can't be, like, small. Um, Not small, but, like, just blatantly said it so like in the book that I just read the upside of falling um the main character Becca is like um like I love his deadly ocean eyes and I'm like okay well I guess you like him (laughs) or it's like he kissed me and it felt amazing. My heart was fluttering. I'm like, <laughs> like, I wonder how you feel. Yeah, that's another thing. You need to like have a little bit of mystery behind it. You need to lead the readers up to the conclusion that they're in love. And then just when they're like... um just when they're ready for it to happen, don't let it happen. Like, push it off a little. Build up the intensity. Um, It's like when a director tells an actor not to cry because that's like a release for the audience and you want to build that up until, um, like, the climax. And then, and then you throw it in. Um, I'm going to talk about the secret history for like two minutes so there's gonna be really minor spoilers nothing in well actually no these are gonna be pretty big spoilers but two minutes so fast forward to 2800 um if you haven't read it but this secret history i won't talk about like the rest of the book i'll only let's only discuss like the very end um with camilla and um what's his name henry when henry uh, okay, this is like a major spoiler. When Henry um, dies and Camilla reveals that she was actually in love with him the whole time. Like, I love that. Like, um, do I think Donna Tart could have built it up a little bit more? Yes. But I think there was enough there that you could tell that like she was kind of in love with him. And then when you yank him away from her, it's like, Oh, the pain and the feelings and the emotions, they're all there. And, oh, it's just amazing. Like, I think that's hard to do, too. So, yeah. Okay, uh, welcome back. Um, if you were gone for my little secret history talk, um, let me know if, like, that worked. Should I keep in spoilers, or would you prefer I just cut them out completely and just not talk about books in a spoiler context? Um, DM us on Instagram at the library card, or leave us a review. Um, I read everything. I read every comment. I read every review. I read every DM. Um, yeah, Illy, we're coming up on the time. But I just wanted to say that love isn't always like the books, and it's not supposed to be. 
but sometimes, well, a lot of times, art reflects life, or art imitates life, and life imitates art. Um, I think trying to imitate the love you see in a book will not work, um, not the way you want it to. I think relationships are better developed organically and without any precepts, is that the right word? Um, yeah, just go into it fresh. Don't try not to have expectations. I know that's easier said than done and I should not be speaking because I have the highest expectations in the world. Um, but if you kind of like open up your heart, then maybe it will happen. And if you haven't found anyone yet, that's okay too. Because the first step is to love yourself. Because you will always be with yourself. And that's what's most important. Um, which I think is a big takeaway from Circe by Madeline Miller. The same author as A Song of Achilles. Read Circe. Circe is really good. Um, but it's like too healthy of a mindset. I love like really painful books. So if you want a painful book, read The Song of Achilles. But if you want like a more healthy and like developed and independent girl boss book, read Cersei. Okay, that's it. Illy.